Hello and welcome to episode 65 of the Disney Park Princess podcast, our first episode in 2020. Hi guys. Hi. Hi. All right. So it's been a decade since we last recorded. Yeah. No, oh my God. Decade. It feels like forever. It feels like forever. Uh, but it is 2020 now and this is our first recording of the new year. Um, and so we are going to be doing just sort of a news roundup because a lot happened in the few weeks <laughs> since we last recorded so As it always does yes but in this case like really like like a lot happened <laughs> like i have a long list here and we're not even actually going to talk about every single thing that happened because it's not that type of show and you know there's just too much if we went into every tiny little nitty-gritty thing that happened so um we're going to go over the big stuff the stuff that we missed but uh but first of all i missed you guys oh i missed you guys this is the first time I've seen your faces since. I know. <laughs> we text all the time, but it's different. Yeah. yeah. You look you look, uh, you look different. Don't say, you look, uh, don't say I look older. I was going to say new year, new you. Okay. Thank you very much. You don't look older. <laughs> if anything, you look refreshed and rejuvenated oh. from our time off. I, I don't know about that because it's <laughs> a crazy time for work. But before this week, I was great. <laughs> <laughs> December was fantastic. Lovely. Yeah. And then, you yeah. know, like, well, until like December 29th. And then it all became awful. Yeah. So busy. <laughs> People who don't know if you're not a travel agent or you're not familiar with the travel agency sort of industry, uh, we are now in what is affectionately known as wave season. Um, there's a lot of different theories about why it's called wave season, but primarily it's that the holidays are over and in most places in the country, the weather is not fantastic and people want to go somewhere with waves. And so this is our busiest season. We will do the bulk of our business in the first quarter of the year. And so from now until March, April-ish, you know, um, it's basically 24 seven <laughs> it's, are... like we're a, it's like we're accountants yes yeah like you have one but you're exactly. kind of around the rest of the year but you have a really busy season where you yeah. can't yeah. breathe and actually there's another there's actually another theory that that's part of it is that if you are getting a refund you're filing as quickly as possible right and so yeah. you have this refund check that you want to do something with and so a lot of people plan travel uh around their refund check so plus there's a lot of usually like maybe holiday gifts that came in yeah. money whatever so yeah everybody, yeah plus, everybody was sitting at the family table talking yeah. about what they want to do and if there's a family trip involved that was probably a good opportunity to talk about it so we get lots of phone calls about grandma's taking the whole family to disney or whatever it is so um and most still, of the most of the country let's be honest is just gross this time of year so everyone's ugh. like where are we going with palm trees let's yeah, go somewhere exactly let's go somewhere yeah. that's warm because it's not here uh <laughs> and that's actually very true for me it's not warm here at all <laughs> beautiful sunny and 75 by me but i still want to go someplace so <laughs> well, yeah see <laughs> it's it's warm ish here but it's pretty cloudy and gross out so yeah yeah, yeah. um uh, but in our patreon extra this week we're going to be talking about what did we do with our christmas vacations um so i did a little travel charlotte did a, a couple days of travel and um heather stayed home <laughs> zero things and it was delightful <laughs> yeah uh, she had a, I, a I went vacation. I did. It was great. I'll describe it. Yeah. So we'll talk about all minute of that. Minute by minute. It's exhilarating. <laughs> <laughs> Got up, put on. I saw a meme the other day that like really spoke to me and it said, um, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, the day has begun when I've um, transitioned out of my nighttime PJs and put on my daytime PJs. <laughs> 
I make sure I put on jeans True. every day because if their jeans did not go on, that's it. There's nothing is happening. Yeah. <laughs> no emails, no phone calls. I sit on the couch and I watch movies. That's it. Yeah. yeah. I, what's yeah. wrong with that? I don't. I don't see a problem with that. There is frequently, do, I mean, I'm dressed because I'm on video right now and <laughs> I notice we all put on makeup. You'll notice as you watch these YouTube videos, there are some days where we're all in like full makeup and then there are some days where somebody, usually me, just couldn't be bothered. <laughs> We've had a morning. <laughs> yes. Those are the days I, when I get a phone call from my mother asking me if I'm feeling okay because she watched the YouTube video and I look tired. <laughs> so... <laughs> I uh, I never wear makeup, so I had to make a decision at five minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, all right. So let's get into it. Let's start. Let's start with the thing that we, I think, all were, had really strong opinions on over the last few days, uh, which is the Skyliner bus situation at the resorts. All right. Charla, why don't you explain what I'm talking about? Um, So they're starting on, I guess it was Sunday, the 5th of January. Um, There was a sign with no warning outside of Pop Century, Art of Animation, and Caribbean Beach and Riviera that said, beginning today, meaning beginning right now, um, we will only be doing bus service to Epcot and Disney's Hollywood Studios once per hour <laughs> and uh anyway we saw that and we were like what is going on so it's just once an hour and they expect you to use the skyliner yeah um, and it turns out it's not just pop century yeah art of animation yeah. Caribbean, uh, Caribbean, Caribbean beach Riviera. Yeah. and riviera yeah yeah um so they so yeah once per hour and um so they want you to use the skyliner great um except that the skyliner still has frequent downtimes so that's an issue. Um, and the fact that all of the transportation is always crowded, I still think they need the buses all the time. Regardless of, I mean, you always know we don't love the Skyliner, but regardless of that, it has frequent downtimes. And it and transportation is just always crowded. So you need good, efficient ways to get people from here to there all the time. The so point I, of yeah. the Skyliner was to alleviate the weight for the buses. Great. It's not a be-all and end-all. And let's remember that three of these four resorts are some of the largest on Disney property. So you are now going to take these tens of thousands of people and throw them onto one transportation system and not offer them a backup. That, to me, is not alleviating the problem. You're now causing the problem to be the Skyliner more backed up. And that, to me, says one of two things. One, Disney is, of course, trying to cut corners and save money, and so they don't have to run the buses because the buses are more expensive because you need bus drivers and mechanics and gas um, and maintenance on those. But two, they are – the Skyliner is not performing – the way that they wanted it to. People are not embracing it the way that they assumed that they would. And so now they are trying to force people to the Skyliner and have no choice but to use it. Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised by, A, the lack of advance notice, because that's a big difference. If you are a person that chose Pop Century as your resort, but weren't planning on using the Skyliner for whatever reason, and I I personally did not dislike the Skyliner. I was very neutral on the Skyliner. I actually liked it more than I thought I was going to. Um, and I probably would utilize it, but it if if for whatever reason I, I do have a lot of reservations about it. 
but you made the decision thinking that you were that you could choose either one. And now yeah. that's not really the case. So if I were a person who showed up on Sunday and then suddenly found out that now the bus service has gone to hourly, I'm going to be frustrated with that, yeah. um, you know. And so we then had to go and alert all of our clients that were staying there, you know, hey, just a heads up, I know you've chosen these resorts based on X, Y, and Z. This is now changed, you know, right. and I got... I got a range of responses. I got some clients that were completely fine with it because they were excited to try the Skyliner and that's what they were planning on using anyway. And so that's fine and that's great. And then I had some that were very frustrated and are possibly changing resort. So as with anything, you get sort of a range of reactions yeah. to it. But yeah, I think doing it in January is one thing. I'm going to be really interested to see how this plays out come July. Sorry, that's what I've been saying all along. What, we have not run this in the summer when there are massive storms every day in Florida. Right. Right. Sorry. Right. I mean, seeing like living in Florida and seeing apartment buildings in my town go up in flames, brand new apartment buildings. People just moved in the week before up in flames on a random Tuesday afternoon thunderstorm. This is not a good idea. I, yeah. I'm telling you right now, you will never find me on the Skyliner in the summer. Ever. It's just, it's, those storms are terrifying and they come like this. You yeah. have five minutes. So what happens if that cloud is not there when you got on that Skyliner at Epcot, but by the time you get to MGM, forget it. It's no, it's dangerous. And I don't, I just know. Um, so I, it, this is, I just, I don't know why they're doing this other than to save money. I'm assuming that it's a trial and if enough people complain yes. about it, they will bring the buses back. I do think that's a possibility. I do think this is a test balloon. I think this is Disney trying something to see what the guest reaction is going to be, and then they'll make adjustments. Yeah. Um, so, and I do think that's really important to note. Like, we're not saying that this is a permanent change. We're not saying that this is something that is going to be forever. We don't know. It's just something that Disney is testing right now. And they do this all the time. They'll float these sort of test balloons and see what happens. And then the internet goes up in flames and they go, never mind. We were just yeah. kidding. Yeah. And I mean, kidding. It's not <laughs> yeah. unprecedented. You know, like if you're staying on the monorail loop, the Grand Floridian Contemporary uh, Polynesian, they don't have buses to the Magic Kingdom. You're expected to right. take the monorail or a boat. But there are two options. You can take a boat or you yeah. can take the monorail if you don't want right. to be, if you're afraid of heights right. or whatever it may right. be. And line. if the monorail is down, like there have been times when they've been, it's been mm -hmm. unexpected downtime or even they've been scheduled maintenance, they do provide an alternative. Yeah. Right. So I, I'm curious to see if, um, you know, if the Skyliner just goes down, like it has been randomly going down, if they will adjust the buses, I'm surely they will. Sure I would, they I would will. assume that they would. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing that people mentioned was um, a lot of the times, especially at the value resorts, the first bus fills up. Like yeah. there's too many people <laughs> for one yeah. bus. Mm -hmm. Again, Disney tracks that type of thing. I'm sure in those circumstances, they're going to send more than one bus per hour. Yeah. I wish they had done... I wish they, I wish they hadn't gone quite so extreme. Like I wish instead of hour. it being once, like, yeah, once every 30 minutes, maybe like normally they tell you that there's buses every 20 minutes is about the average, maybe go to every 30 minutes. Like, yeah. you know, once an hour just seems a bit extreme, but we'll and see. the other feedback I heard is, well, what time? So if I know that I have to be there at 9 a.m. Yeah. Or, yeah. For the bus, and I'm I've and it's nine oh five. Then okay, well maybe I will take the Skyliner, or maybe I will right. take a minivan or something like that. Yet if I don't know what time it is, and I get there at nine oh five, but it did come at nine o'clock, 
you know, do, I don't think they have those signs up at well, here's Park my Country problem and with these that. other resorts that say what time the buses are coming. Do they? I mean, they may. I but believe. I'm sure I, they will. Yeah, I know. Oh. I don't know. I don't know off the top of my head if Pop Century has the bus arrival times or if that's just a deluxe resort thing. Right. I don't know. Well, so, what about on the flip side, too? <laughs> this is what's equal, like, I think almost upsets me more is, okay, great. I know I have to be at the bus stop at 9 a.m. at Pop Century to make it to Epcot or whatever it is. But mm-hmm. what, what happens when I'm in Epcot, right? And I'm exhausted and I've been there for 10 hours and I just wrote Spaceship Earth and all I want to do is go back to my hotel. I have to walk all the way back across the park through the International Gateway to get back to my hotel. Right. That's no, no I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Um, which is of course the same issue that's with, you know, the beach club and the boardwalk. It's exhausting to have to do that when you're sitting in mouse gear and it's like, Oh, it's pouring rain out. And now I have to make a mad dash this way. You know, yeah. it, it, it's not convenient. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> that's when I'd be like, hello, Uber. Yeah. Which I think more and more people are doing. I, I have noticed on recent trips that more and more people are taking advantage of, of Uber and Lyft to get around Walt Disney World than I had ever seen, yeah. I think, before. So, yeah. And That's it's an interesting option. because, you know, I mean, we've talked a lot about the minivans and stuff, and they're great and they are more convenient than taking an Uber and or Lyft because of like where they can take you versus for, where those for are. For some things, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But you know what? They're a lot more expensive. So, that's, yeah. It's an option. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Our last trip, you know, pretty much every time we thought about taking an Uber, I would check how much is minivan versus how much is Lyft and Uber. It was nearly double yeah. in almost every time I looked. I yeah. mean, a $13 trip was almost a $30 trip with minivan. Exactly. No, so. no. The polka dots are cute and I like them, but I'm not paying nearly double for. Yeah. <laughs> but know, you I also pay double for the fancy music, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you also, but see, that's the thing. You also don't need a car seat. And, right. you know, so there's, yep. there's yep. really good things about it. There but are anyway, yeah. Yeah. But that being said, if you get to, if you get to the bus stop at 9.05 and the bus just got there at nine, then consider taking a minivan or a lift or something like that. So yeah, it's something yep. to do. Yep. All right. Let's talk about uh, smoke at the magic kingdom. Cause there's been a few instances <laughs> of smoke slash fire um, because there seems to be some confusion. So back in December, Pete's silly sideshow, that whole sort of tent area in fantasy land had an actual fire which shut down the the building, the shop, and the character greets. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's even reopened yet. Has it reopened? Do we know? It, um, at least part of it did. Um, it did. Okay. Yeah. At least part of All it right. did. All of it may be reopened by now. So. Okay. All right. So then just last week, uh, my beloved Tomorrowland Transit Authority, Wedway People Mover, call it whatever you want, my beloved ride had smoke, significant amounts of smoke. But apparently no fire or they're not confirming a fire or I don't know. It seems unclear to me. Well, you know, the saying where there's smoke, there's fire. <laughs> but I did not see from the from all the pictures that I saw, I did not see a well fire. Done, well done. Yeah, thank you. I did not see a, uh, a fire. I saw, but I did see massive amounts of smoke basically on the Lots. moving sidewalk. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Coming down like, yeah. So it was almost like 
it was very sort of scary pictures of like, Uh you know, sort of smoke coming down the walkway and, you know, yeah, it was very dramatic. Yeah. Um, But the ride was actually not down for very long. Yeah. So I don't know what caused the smoke. I don't know what the situation was, but fortunately it didn't seem like anybody was hurt and they got it fixed pretty quickly. So that's good. People are okay. Yeah. But hopefully they will. No, people move out. What that is. Yeah. But no, I mean, okay, as in it's okay. It's oh, fine. Okay. It but you were saying the people mover is just okay. I was no, I love the people mover. All right. You're about to have words. Okay. All right. Uh, credit card breach. Yes. If you dined at a Landry's restaurant, and for people who are not familiar, Landry's is a large restaurant group that operates the Rainforest Cafe chain. And so in Disney, it's Rainforest Cafe, T-Rex, and they operate uh, Yak and Yeti. So this is like a little thing that a lot of people are not aware of. Disney does not actually operate all of their restaurants. There are a couple of different restaurants groups um, that operate multiple restaurants, usually like in the World Showcase or Disney Springs. Landry's also happens to run Yak and Yeti at Animal Kingdom. They had a credit card breach. Um, so your data may have been compromised if you dined at any of their locations over the last few months. This is not just the Disney locations, by the way. This is any Rainforest Cafe or T-Rex or, you know, any of the, um, I forget what the other restaurants are, but there's a there's a whole variety of them. So uh, Can we talk a, about how Yak and Yeti has the best noodles ever? Can we talk about how you're talking about the table service or the counter service? Because they don't have them at the counter service anymore, table remember? Service. Table, table service. service. I haven't had them. Best noodles ever. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Just throwing that out. All right. Okay. okay. Let's get into Rise of the Resistance. Discuss. <laughs> I, I, okay, there were several issues. Over, I mean, first of all, first of all, to open a brand new ride right before massive amounts of people ascend on your parks is good idea, bad idea, probably not the best idea. Um, but people love it, so that's great. However, yeah, I just want to say that we're super pro Rise of the Resistance. Like, I am excited. I'm very excited to ride this ride because everything that I am hearing about it is. It is a game changer. And so before you email us and tell us that we're hating on all things Disney, we're not. We're super excited about Rise of the Resistance. Yeah. However, it's yeah, almost I'm impossible ex- to get on yeah. <laughs> from what I, I hear. I mean, I'll be excited about it when I know I can ride it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, okay. So there, as you know, they have, there have had, they've had boarding groups since it opened and you have to get into the park and, choose your boarding group or try to choose your boarding group. Uh, we've talked about this before that they were doing the backup boarding groups and things mm-hmm. like that. So yep. they've been, it seems like playing with the time that you can actually get into the parking, get that boarding group. Yes. So you may not know when that is. It may be park opening. It may be earlier. I don't know. So Depends right now, like officially today. it's park opening. As of, you know, today at, you know, 1145 on January yeah. 7th or whatever it is, yeah. it's official park opening time yeah. is when you can get and, in. And that's, uh, don't yeah. quote us. <laughs> so the, but the problem is that because the ride tends to break 
And not just the ride itself, there have been animatronics on the ride that have not been working or in the queue. Um, and then they have dumped the queue, which means you you have your boarding time, you get called, you go, you wait in line for a couple of hours, and then, oops, it's broken, we can't fit you in, you have to leave. Yeah. Um, so they've done that a few times. So yeah. it's, there's, but, it's still, there's still issues. But also being at the park at opening and trying to get in, you're not guaranteed a virtual boarding pass. Right. Not right. everybody gets one. Um, one day last week, they were, I think they were all distributed within 23 minutes. So the park opened at 7 a.m. by 7.23. That's it. They were done for the day. Yeah. Um. One more thing I wanted to mention is uh, we have often said that one of the great ways to avoid the crowds is to get a VIP tour. But we found out uh, last week um, that as of now, hopefully this will change, but as of now, VIP tours don't even have access to Rise of the Resistance. And this is something that I've never heard of in, in Disney no, time. When they started with Galaxy's Edge and Smuggler's Run, in the beginning, they didn't have access okay. either. And when okay. they were doing, okay. or okay. I don't know about Florida, but out here in California, when they were doing the boarding passes just to enter Galaxy's Edge, it didn't matter how many VIP guides you had, you weren't getting in unless okay. you got yourself a boarding group. So it's kind of been that situation. I actually have a client that's going in two weeks that's mad at me because she can't get on Rise of the Resistance with her VIP guide. And I said, look, Disney has been very upfront about this, that number one VIP guides can only go through the fast pass line and there is no current fast pass for rise of the resistance, but also that they've been upfront saying with all of galaxy's edge, sorry, that your VIP guide is not going to help you because it's so popular right yeah. now. Yeah. 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 So, Which and honestly, I kind of appreciate that. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, like that feels yeah, the, fair. Knowing that something is so popular and people are having trouble getting on it anyway, it should be fair game for everybody. It shouldn't yeah. be, I have a, you have a, so go wait and then start your VIP guide either early in the morning or after, and then you can go do everything else. Yeah. And then you can come back and wait for Rise of the Resistance like yeah. the rest of us. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's what they suggest to do. Get there early and do it, try to do it then. Um, or if you, you know, get your boarding time and then the VIP guide will arrange your, your entire day kind of around that. Mm -hmm. um, but I would say, do it on a different day than your VIP tour because yeah. you don't want to be wasting all this money yeah. just to try and get on this ride, you know, do it on a different day. Yep. So, Agreed. Yeah. Um, but I'm also super excited they, to, I'm super I, excited to try to ride this ride. I mean, yes, I don't, to me um, like this, I just don't get it. Like I, I didn't get it about flight of passage. Star Wars fan. No, but too, it's not though. even that. I didn't get it about Pandora or flight of passage. Like I don't want to be at a park at 5 a.m. to try to get on a ride. Like I want to just know yeah. that I'm going to go and ride it. So whether that means I get a fast pass for 9 p.m. or I know that I have to wait in line or whatever it is, you're not even guaranteed to ride this ride. That's so you're never yeah. guaranteed to ride it because. What if you get, you know, what if you get there just a normal day and then yeah. it's not working or something, you no, know? You're never think guaranteed. about Flight of Passage, which is like the other big ride that still has ridiculous weights. You're in line. If that thing breaks down, then you're just either going to stand there and get like a, a fast pass return time or you're going to wait. Here they're kicking you out of the line. And then too yeah. bad, so sad. You don't have a boarding pass and you can't ride it. That's, yeah. 
it's infuriating and I why are people putting themselves through this like just I mean I get it if you have your vacation booked and this is the only time you can go and you've waited two years and like that's fine but I'm not gonna make a trip down to Florida or even down to Disneyland when it opens in a couple of weeks to ride to, you know, the hopes that maybe potentially I can ride something that's yeah. not fair yeah it's frustrating yeah 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 I get it I'm excited I you know and I, I like experiencing new technology and I like being among the first to, to, to be on a ride. I don't care if I'm the first, I don't care if I'm in, like, but you know, I, I'd like, I like to experience something in the first few months after it opens. That's exciting to me. This is the craziest I've ever heard it though. Like this is, this is too far even for me. Like I am a person who will get up ungodly early, go to animal kingdom, get in the scrum of people, like try to get on the ride. Like I am that person, <laughs> you know? And so for Rise of the Resistance, I will in the next couple of months try to get down there and 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 do it and get up on Godly Early and try to do it. Cause it's it's kind of fun, you know, but this to me seems completely crazy, especially given the fact that the ride, the audio animatronics and some of the ride elements and even the pre-show elements have been not functioning so frequently. So if I do all of that and I get on the ride and then it's, I'm still not experiencing, like I'm still not getting the full experience, that's really frustrating to me. So I don't know. Well, let's see. All right, let's talk about something that we are happy about because this is exciting to me. <laughs> like I'm, I'm really excited about this and I'm not even entirely sure why, but it just made me, it, like I saw the headline and it made me so happy. I can't even tell you. Disney Springs is getting an M&M store. I'm so excited about this. I Have you been to the M&M store in Times Square? Either yeah. of you? Of course. Yeah. I have bags of M&M's that I got. I love it. 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 My favorite. Okay. Let's see. I'm kind of lukewarm on this because I, like you, I love the M&M store, but I love the M&M store because I can go just get my M&M. Like I have a bag of like ombre purple M&M's and they're like yes. seven pounds of M&M's and that makes my heart happy. Do we need it at Disney Springs? I don't know, but I get it because it's for tourists. But I'm just spoiled because, like, our regular candy store in the mall has the M&M dispenser, so I can just go there and do it, and I don't need to go to, like, the big I'm M&M mecca. excited about <laughs> it. I'm really excited. I'm excited. You are not going to rain on my parade. I am excited about this M&M store. I want to see if they're going to – because here's what I'm picturing. I'm picturing, like, an entire wall of, like, red and black and yellow and, like, Mickey colors and then, like, another of, like, Elsa colors and and then, like, I can totally picture it in my head, and I am so excited. And I you want can princess- just go to the mall and get those colors yourself. I don't have that at my mall. I don't have that. I can go to I could go to Times Square, which is not that far no, from me. I can get the, no. like a, a two hour train train trip. You know, that's easy. But this is going to be Disney, and it's going to be excited. like laid out. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it, yeah. and you can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so lukewarm. Like I, I no, saw I don't the care. news. La, 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 la. I don't care. I love it. You know how you know how at the M M&M and M store in New York, and maybe in the one in Las Vegas. I think both of them. But you can meet the M M&M and M characters. Uh-huh. Wouldn't it be cool if you got to meet the M M&M and M characters and they were dressed like Disney characters? They had Mickey ears on. Yes. Wouldn't yes. that be cool? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I want like I want like an M M&M and M character with like the Mickey gloves yeah. mm-hmm. and like Mickey. E- yes. Like yeah. if, if if I get there and green M and M is not dressed as like Minnie Mouse, I'm yeah. gonna be spicy. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, yeah. I want it. Yeah. I'm here for it. I'm here for all of it. I'm excited. So, and what's ironic is I don't even like M and M's that much. Like, <laughs> they're fine. 
But really, when you get down to it, the chocolate inside M&M's is not like great chocolate. But I don't care because they're cute and they're colorful and you can get custom ones. And I'm I can eat I can yeah. eat all the M&M's. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I can I can eat my weight in M&M's every single day. It's probably not a good idea, but I'm excited. And, yeah. and, and by the way, I, yes, I'm now aware I hide I'm my M&M's, M&Ms for my a, first day. I have a secret <laughs> stash. So Justin can't find my M&M's. They're my M&M's. My oh, M&M's. my favorite thing, though, is the fl- like the rare flavor M&M's that you can get at like the Did M&M's you try stores. The pu- oh, hold on. They, this was just in the grocery store. Did you try the pumpkin spice M&M's this year? It was white no. chocolate and pumpkin spice, and it is everything I okay. love in life. There yeah. are so many yeah. things wrong with that statement. Yeah. White chocolate and pumpkin oh spice. I, no, you ha- have you not tried the white chocolate M&Ms? They come white out chocolate every year. White, chocolate white chocolate is not chocolate. Which is why I like it because That's I hate chocolate. Listen, right. for they come out every year for Easter and they did them for Pirates of the Caribbean. They called them pearls, which is cute, but they're really good. You have to try them. Nope. Do it. I'm not going to do it. No. You, oh, but there you are love ha- it. But you there love are it. hazelnut. Have you tried the hazelnut M&Ms? I have not. Like, no. hello? I like the pretzel M&Ms. And peanut oh, I love the pretzel, M&Ms. yes. Yep, pretzel M and M's, peanut butter M and M's. I'm here for all of it. Um, my favorite though are the mint. Um, oh, I yeah, haven't mint haven't tried caramel yet. Oh. I haven't tried that yet. It's probably good. Next week on Disney Park Princess is all M and M's. All the time. <laughs> we should do it. Our new podcast. Yeah, podcast. Just M and M's. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's talk about another thing that I think we can all get on board with because we've now got Heather on board with Baby Yoda, thanks to a um, <laughs> Bath and Body Works meme that I sent her. Uh, Baby Yoda merch now live and available. Finally available. Parks. Yes. Um, my niece, my, my, I had some family members that were going down there this week, and I'm fairly certain that my niece was bringing an entire suitcase just yes. to fit Baby Yoda <laughs> Yeah. So some of it's available, some of it's for pre-order. So you just have to, f- you know, figure out um, what's there. And if it's there, buy it. If it's not, But I've seen not. Baby Yoda spirit jerseys. Mm-hmm. I've seen uh, photos of. Um, yeah, there's, yeah, t-shirt, Mandalorian, like, t-shirts. Yeah, so it seems yeah. like it's starting to, it, it wasn't there for Christmas, I don't think, fully. But it seems like this week, it's all sort of starting yeah. to. But like the plushies and stuff are still pre-order. Um, oh like yeah, that. like the talking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, that type of thing. Yeah, yes. Um, but we are here for Baby Yoda. They're making a talking Baby Yoda. He doesn't talk. He just goes. Mm, mm. Yeah. So it does. Yeah. That's talking. Yeah. I just want one that pushes buttons. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have because um, I got it at a really good. Uh, Disney consumer products uh, tent sale that they do every once in a while. And it, you, you, I'm sure you've seen them at the parks, the little deluxe Yoda that he's like 300 bucks and he, mm-hmm. he walks yeah. around and he's either in fight mode or like uh, yeah. force mode. <laughs> but I used to take him and torture Copley and like chase him or, and Copley <laughs> would go up to him and I'd push the button and he'd like start to do this. And Copley's like, what's going on? He was fun. <laughs> yeah. We have the, um, we have the, um, the BB-8. That mm-hmm. like actually rolls around and everything yeah, like yeah. the re- remote BB-8 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sphero one. Yeah, and when we brought him home, the cats were just like, I think they thought we brought home another cat. They had no <laughs> idea what the hell was going on. Yeah, we we got that too, and we were like, oh, why do we're going to chase Copley? This is great, and so we get it all charged up and we go towards Copley. We, <laughs> we have it on video because we thought the reaction was going to be great, and Copley just went like this. Then you could just see his head, <laughs> and then look back at us and like. Okay, now what? Like, had no yeah. interest in it <laughs> yeah. whatsoever. And we're like, oh, that's boring. <laughs> All right. Uh, up next, 
we have the all right disneyland heather i don't i actually have tears in my eyes okay I've never talked about this on the podcast or the blog because it is my favorite spot in Disneyland and I was a firm believer of not sharing it with anyone because I didn't want it to be ruined. However, Disney has gone and ruined it for me. So (laughs) it was announced earlier this week or maybe late last week that the Alfresco Tasting Terrace at Disney's California Adventure Park is becoming a spot for annual pass holders only. And now I hear you all going, what is the Alfresco Tasting yeah. Terrace? Exactly. They never told us about this. Nobody yeah. knew about the Alfresco right. Tasting Terrace, which is why it was the greatest place on the planet. And it was my number one hidden secret. Yep. Like, I was adamant. I told nobody. Like, I think, like, you guys only knew, like, because we happened to find it together. Mm-hmm. And it yep. is in the, I guess, Napa Valley area of California Adventure and it is this tiny little patio high above the wine bar and whatever that Italian yeah. restaurant is. Most I can't even people, think of the name now. Most people go to the wine bar and think that's it. But yeah. there's a secret but staircase. It's not. There was yeah. a super secret patio upstairs <laughs> where they had beautiful lounge chairs. You had a view of Cars Land and the Tower mm-hmm. of Terror. You yep. could get wine, only the Disney family of wines. They changed that recently full bar so there were really cocktails good food too. and the really food, food was fantastic really oh, good food. meatballs those meatballs the, oh the flatbreads the yep. cheese plate i'm not kidding you this was my favorite favorite place in disneyland i was there at least once every trip and nobody knew you could go up at any time Although the last couple, last couple times it got really busy and they were taking names and we noticed we were like hmm are people on to us like is this what's going on here but and I'm sure this sounds delightful to all of you, but don't worry. Unless you're a Disneyland pass holder, you can't go there anymore. And then even if they change their minds and they open it up to everybody, now everybody will know it's there and it's not right. special anymore. Yeah. So thank you, Disney. For- and isn't pretty much everybody in Southern California a Disneyland annual pass holder? I feel except like. Me. Except me. <laughs> except you. Use. Right now. Yeah, yes. except you. Yeah. But I mean, literally, like every household has at least one Disneyland annual pass yeah. holder yeah. in it. So even just, even just narrowing it down to the annual pass holders like yeah well and i think that's what the problem was is that for disney it wasn't making enough money right because nobody knew about it so they're like well if we make it an exclusive for annual pass holders they're going to feel special and they're going to come check it out and then it's going to be so busy that nobody can get in and then eventually they're going to open it up to everybody but now because all the only people that go to disneyland are annual pass holders southern california residents everybody's going to know about it and it's going to suck the end yeah Pretty much. Yeah. I'm not. When Sarah sent this, this I heard the shrieking like, from here, and she I lives actually, in California, like, and I live in Connecticut, and I'm fairly certain I heard a very tiny but distinct scream. I wish <laughs> I, I, sh- I wish we were on video. I actually had to take a. We seat. are on video. No, no, no. When you told me, <laughs> oh, like, when I, told I woke you. up because she did it before I woke up. You know, I'm three hours behind everybody, so it's five thirty in the morning, and I get to my desk and I look at my computer and I just went, oh, and like I actually like had to sit down this close the stupid Carthay Circle Lounge. I hate Disneyland. They're on my list. <laughs> I actually have one more secret spot, but they don't serve alcohol. You have to bring your own. So yeah, yeah. 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 it's not the same. But we're not discussing uh, that. No, we're not. No. Discussing don't that. worry. When Disneyland ruins that, we'll tell you about it too. <laughs> exactly. 
Exactly. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about uh, Beaches and Cream is back open. Yay! We're so excited. I can't wait to try it. It's one of my favorite spots. It's bigger now, so hopefully it's going to be easier to get in. Um, oh, fingers crossed. They expanded the menu but kept some of our favorites, so they didn't do anything crazy with the menu. They didn't get rid of any of our favorite items, so I'm excited about I'm that. More menu items. But yes. I touched my cheeseburger in the No Way Jose, and we're fine. Yeah. Everybody's exactly. happy. Exactly. Yep, and my grilled cheese and tomato soup is still on there. And, yep. So, one uh, plus day I'll try that. One yes. day, I promise. Oh, but like, it's so good. I feel like I go to Beaches and Cream so infrequently because ice cream and meat, when I do go there, I'm but, like, okay, vanilla so, but Coke. Here's what, you, here's what you do. You go with me. You order the, we, we order a cheeseburger and the grilled cheese and tomato soup, and we share. We okay. split. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Deal. We share. Do I do that? Yeah. Um, and then, of course, we have an ice cream. Um, all right. So very excited about that. We haven't had a chance to try it yet. But again, I'm still... I'm I'm toying with the idea of going down for another one of our like little night or two night stays like in January or February um, to get down there and sort of try to get on all these couple things. So if anybody wants to come, you're more than welcome. Um, I just kind of that. assumed we were doing that. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's just sort of how it rolls. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, at some point <laughs> we'll probably be doing that. Um, all right. So definitely we will be there for that. Um, but I've heard from a couple of people who have eaten there and it's thumbs up all the way. So Except super excited. for the new vegan dessert. I heard that's terrible. Oh no. Oh, I'm sad. I know I, I was too, but I mean, I'm not going to beaches and cream to be vegan that day. So no, but, but like, if you are like, I want there to be good options for you. Me too. But I mean, it looked good. It's a, a cookie dessert and uh-huh. you have like little dipping sauces, but I mean, Sounds vegan good. ice cream? Why, why are we not on the vegan ice cream? You're an ice cream shop. Right. There's oh, a billion and I'm one vegan ice cream places where I live. You mean you couldn't reach out to somebody in California and say, please teach us how to do vegan ice yeah, cream? Yeah, vegan ice yeah. cream is such a thing now. I, it seems mm-hmm. unfortunate that oh, that's too bad. All right. But whatever. Maybe it'll improve. Who knows? Okay. Here's the thing that um, now we've reached the thing that I'm going to complain about. Because <laughs> we know that I am still salty about getting rid of illuminations. And yes, I know it had been around for 20 years. And yes, I know it was due for an upgrade. And I don't care because I love it. Um, and I think the new name is. I don't. I'm trying to use nice words and be positive, And I can't. <laughs> Because I don't like it. So somebody else talk about the new Epcot nighttime show. I can't. I'm still mad. There's a new Epcot nighttime show coming uh, to replace Ep- Epcot Forever, which was only intended to be a um, Which I didn't know, by the way. I yeah. didn't know. Because Epcot uh, Forever is fantastic. And Epcot, Epcot Forever is really cute. Um, but it is just a placeholder. Um, so the new show is called Epcot Harmonious. But you have and... to say it the right way. It's Harmonious. Because the us is capitalized at the end. Oh, of I didn't know that. <laughs> if you're not watching this on YouTube, everybody just stop and go to this point in the podcast just to watch Sarah's face. <laughs> I didn't know it was called Harmony Us. I like the harmonious. I like harmonious us. Okay. Is there a story announced for this or just a name? I don't know because I didn't read the article because I was so mad at just the stupid name and I don't even want to. So mad. You're never allowed to make fun of me for Maelstrom again I because this is my guys, level of hate for. for you have this. switched brains or something. I here. know. Um, I know. I yeah. I know. I know. But I'm like I loved it so much. This is it's it's Heather's level of Maelstrom is how I yeah. felt about illuminations and I'm still so sad and like the fact that I'm never going to see it again like I could cry right now all right so i'm looking for the start date i don't see one 
yet. I'm sure. Spring May. 2020. Spring. Yeah, summer 2020. So Epcot Forever will conclude in May and Harmony Us debuting just in time for summer. So also May. Um, I don't know of a theme, but this says it will celebrate how the music of Disney inspires people the world over, carrying away, carrying you away harmoniously on a stream of familiar Disney tunes reinterpreted by a diverse group of artists around the globe. I like that. Okay. I'm, and then it says massive floating set pieces, custom-built LED panels, choreographed moving fountains, lights, pyrotechnics, lasers, and more. Okay. I'm going to say it. I'm, I'm excited. I like it. And I'm excited because I didn't like Illuminations and... Oh my god, there's gonna be a fight. That's it. No, she's quit. Oh my god, this is the end of Disney Park Princess. The stairs. She quit. Okay. She's done. That's it. over. I can't. That's it. We're all done. We're all done. I hope you enjoyed episode 65 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. Because it was the last episode ever. Because it was the last episode ever. No, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. So I'm happy. I'm so happy whatever, fine. whatever you did to we're me. We're gonna find something fine. one day that you hate, Sharla, and we're gonna tell so, you how much I we like the replacement. I hate the new um, Happily Ever After. I liked Wishes. Wishes I to me. Like wishes, too. wishes to me was like um, illuminations to you, and yeah. I don't like the replacement. So see, I yeah. loved Wishes too. I liked Wishes better than I liked Illuminations, but I also like Happily Ever After. Um, I, I refuse to go see it in person, though, because I like to be in bed. So I'm indifferent to all the nighttime shows because I'm asleep. So for me, I can't even tell, like, other than, I guess, the music, I, I find the Magic Kingdom fireworks shows almost, like, it's almost different. I can't tell the difference between them. Like, they're so similar to me. Like, they don't feel significantly different from one to the other. But I don't know. That's just me. But I get I get the wishes thing. And if you loved it, then I'm with you and, you know have at it you are allowed to hate happily ever after i'm thank you I support you're you. allowed you Next. are allowed to hate harmony us i don't I like it if you would give it a chance i will give it a chance but the name yeah the name's the name's oh. bad. okay thank you that's going to show up. those of you watching youtube just saw heather poke type up a note because it's going to show up on the thing so all right we'll, we'll discuss that as well thank you um yes i just Maybe it's going to be great. Maybe it's going to be the best thing ever. Maybe I'm going to fall in love with it and it's going to be my new Disney love. Maybe. But anytime you come up with a name that's that cutesy and that sort of like, I. Mm, mm, mm. I will say, um, it feels like it should be more in the Magic Kingdom than Epcot. Like I get they're trying to bring in the world and all of this. But like the cool thing about Illuminations was that it, it wasn't a Disney show. It wasn't. And yeah. I feel like Epcot really hasn't had any show ever in their history that's been all, you know, like a whole new world and let it go. And, and maybe, maybe we don't need that at every single park. So I'm kind of disappointed in that, but who knows? It could be good. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk about something else that I feel might have been better suited to the Magic Kingdom than Epcot. Regal Eagle Smokehouse. Frozen after. <laughs> <laughs> that too. That too. Yes, we all agree that Maelstrom should have been left untouched. Uh, but no, Regal, Regal it should Eagle have been touched, just plussed. It yeah. needed to be yeah, plussed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. 
Regal, Regal Eagle. Eagle Smokehouse at uh, in Epcot at the America Pavilion is the new barbecue sort of smokehouse that we've known that was coming for a long time. We suspected that there was going to be a Sam the Eagle tie-in, but it's it's there's a it's a big tie-in. We now know he's on the logo, he's in the signage, he's on the you know. Um, so yeah. Well, don't you know that Epcot has to have a Disney character in every single pavilion these days? I find that so frustrating. I, I, I love Sam the Eagle. I think I don't know. What, I what love Sam the Eagle. This. I don't know what it has to do with this whatsoever, and That's why. Exactly right. Yeah. But That's I think America, it. we like barbecue and eagles. And I don't even mind necessarily the whole tie-in with Disney characters because when it makes sense, Coco in Mexico, fine. Remy in France, fine. Arendelle is Norway. Now you're pushing it because Frozen wasn't set in Norway. It was set in Arendelle. So now. Which is not real. Right. Which is a fictional country. So now I have a problem. Sam the Eagle is a. It's not. He's a Muppet. <laughs> like, And you took my Muppets out of the Magic Kingdom. Can I talk, talk about my real problem with this whole restaurant? I don't like barbecue. Food. I don't like barbecue I either. Really so that's part of it. And yeah. I, yeah. Is that all we have to offer in America is barbecue? Listen, I get it. It's a big thing in the South and Texas and all of that. But, like, I'm never going to eat there. It's not my thing. Yeah. I don't there like smoked also... meats. I don't want smoked tofu. I don't want, like, ribs. I hate eating foods. There, My hands get dirty. Like, it's just not my jam. And I get it. Tons of people love it. But I don't know. Well, to me, that's my true. problem with it. Yes, to me, <laughs> yeah. as somebody who is lives in the south and there's barbecue everywhere there number one there are several different types of barbecue and number two i get i have really good barbecue restaurants here so i'm not sure if um the epcot restaurant is going to be what i think of as barbecue you know is there um like a celebrity chef or famous restaurant tie-in to this, or it's just Disney doing just Disney. And the other thing is that barbecue is so regional. So if there is anything that I have learned by my parents moving south of the Mason Dixon is that Carolina barbecue is not Texas barbecue, which is not, you know, some other type of barbecue and like North Carolina barbecue is different than Alabama barbecue, which is different than, you know, so food network make whole like series about like barbecue wars and like red wars and things like that. Like people are passionate about this. It's kind of like you saying New York versus Chicago style pizza. There's a huge difference. Okay, wait, no, no, not no, no, no. a pizza. It is a casserole. Yeah, that's why but you I call mean, Chicago I mean, style pizza, and then just but pizza. to but to her have... but to her point, she literally got two words out, and we were arguing over what was pizza. <laughs> right. So but to what her saying, point, <laughs> what I'm saying is there's there's a big difference. It, it's the yeah. same as there's that war. You know, there's that war. There's yeah. it's the same here. It's a certain type of thing, and. Yeah. I just don't know if what kind of barbecue they're going to have. And I'm probably not going to eat there. I like barbecue, but I like the kind that I like. And so I don't know that it's right. Right. Yeah. But also, I'm still mad that you took my Muppets out of the Magic Kingdom, where I thought it was so cute in Liberty Square. And now you're so what? You took Sam the Eagle out of Liberty Square? You put him in. What if? They take that show and they make it so that there's like a show every hour or so while you're dining at Regal. Done. Are we in then? We're I'm in. Yeah. Yes, but I still think it should have gone in the Magic Kingdom. Agreed. Agreed. But then they would have had to take out Liberty Tree Tavern and I would Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. I would yep. have nope. thrown nope. myself down there nope. and you're right. sat in front of that restaurant. <laughs> yeah, yep. you're day. right. We, we would have staged a Mr. Toad's like, you know, 
Yeah, a toad in. Yeah, we would have staged a, a, a liberty tree. Tree in. in. Yeah. All right. Okay. Two last things. Uh, Heather, what is the new date for the Disneyland Parade? February 28th. I'm so excited for this. I can't wait. I okay. might actually go down and see it. Well, who knows? All right. So I'm going to need to hear more about this because I don't remember the last time that you said, I'm so excited about this. I'm going to go see it. So tell us all that we need to know about She's this. Especially new not a parade, parade at Disneyland because she doesn't like them. She's oh, exactly. they're, yeah. they're terrible. They're terrible. Who has seen, have you guys seen Soundstational? It's been around for like the last 20, it's a terrible parade, but this new one is called Magic Happens. Um, and it's, it's kind of along the lines of Festival of Fantasy where things happen as the floats are going down. So there's uh, a Moana float and then all of a sudden like the wave comes up and like you see like different signs in the wave. My favorite thing, my favorite thing is on the Sleeping Beauty float, you have the fairies going, make it pink, make it blue. And her dress is changing pink and blue in the middle of the parade. Cannot wait wait for this. I mean, who knows? It could be terrible, but like if they execute it the way that they are presenting it, it's going to be awesome. And Disneyland is way overdue for a good parade. So I'm super excited. Oh, all right. And while you're there, if the Lunar New Year Festival is still going on, I need you to buy me all the things. Okay, thanks. Bye. I want to go go just for the noodles. (laughs) Um, But I need to, this is, I go. I need merch. I have three favorite times to go to Disneyland. It's Lunar New Year, the Food and Wine Festival, which usually happens like in March-ish, and then Halloween time. So it's coming up on my my pilgrimage to Disneyland. Every year, the Lunar Festival, Lunar New Year Festival, gets a little bit bigger and a little more merch. And this year, they've already like announced like all the merch that's coming and there's I'm kind of annoyed that they're like I mean I guess what else would they do but it's the year of the rat not the year of the mouse and it's like you know but that's annoying to me Mickey and Minnie are there every lunar new year anyway right um so I don't know whatever I'm going anyway that's okay all right and then last but not least Disney Walt Disney World specifically purchased 235 acres adjacent to their current property uh, for about six million dollars, which kind of seems like a little bit of a steal, honestly. Is this just because they're trying to sort of, you know, increase their buffer of civilization around them, or do they have a plan for this? And where, do we know where it's by? Ooh. Uh, yeah, there is a map actually about where they purchased, and I'm trying to picture it. Like, so if you're looking at Walt Southwest. Disney World, it's no, it's to the. I'm trying to, I don't remember what the orientation of the map was actually. So um, I'll look it up, but, oh, maybe this is what we should do for our Patreon extra. No, it's, so people want to hear about what I did right. sitting on the couch no, okay. <laughs> for a month. <laughs> we haven't been gone for a month. We haven't been gone that long. Um, but uh, I was going to say, if, if, if we could do anything with, with that property, what would we do? would be a good patreon extra i'm but wondering could, if like week. you said it is just a buffer for now it could just be a until buffer until they need it yeah it could just be a buffer um all right let's see it's probably just going to be more dvc resorts don't worry yeah okay so um it's just west of the oak trail golf course okay yeah okay yeah um, yeah, so I was like trying to picture it and I'm like, okay, so it's here and it's like over that way. <laughs> so, um, it, this isn't the, their only recent land purchase, but it is, it is one that, um, is sort of the closest to their current property. Um, and it's closer to the golf courses. So there is some speculation that they may just be expanding 
the golf courses, but it could also, there's also a lot of like wetlands things, you know, that are involved when you buy, anytime you buy land in Florida. So it could just be an offset. It could just be to increase the say, buffer. It, be part it could be the wetlands law where they have they've right. been building so much that yeah. they need more right. wetlands there. Yeah. So, yeah. but we'll see, but 235 acres, that's a good, a good chunk of land. So it's fun to speculate. <laughs> Always fun to talk about. All right. Maybe, that does maybe it. Next week. Maybe next, maybe next week. week. Yeah. 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 So that does it. Uh, this has been episode 65 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. Uh, you can listen to us on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Hopefully you're watching us on YouTube. If you're not, please go to YouTube. Go to our Disney Park Princess channel. Subscribe. Like. Watch Heather and I make crazy faces. Whatever. <laughs> you know? um, follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page and a Facebook group. If you're not in our Facebook group, you should be because there's all kinds of fun going on in there. Um, people are talking about their upcoming trips. We do polls and questions. We talk about what's going on, um, share holiday decorations. You know, I, there's all kinds of crazy stuff going on in there. So join our Facebook group. Um, and if you are not supporting us on Patreon, it would be lovely if you would. That would be helpful. We appreciate it. We're so close to our first goal of three hundred dollars. We're only like ten dollars away, I think, of three hundred dollars a month. We're at like at two ninety, I think, right now. So, um, you know, one person at ten dollars a month could put us right over our first goal, which would be fantastic. You can go to Patreon.com/slash Disney Park Princess, and we give you extra content. So we record an extra. Um, you know, five to 10 minutes of the podcast every week on video and audio. And uh, just for subscribing to us, that is exclusive content that is just for you. If you are at the $10 a month level, you also get an extra email every single month with super secret VIP tips that we do not share on the blog or the podcast. We do not share this with our regular listeners. This is just for our $10 a month uh, patrons. So you can get that as well. All right. Thanks, guys. Happy 2020. Bye. 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 Bye.